one thing I would really like to, to say is um, in why working, why working on your startup, it's quite easy to get distracted with fundraising. People tend to forget that a successful company is not the one that raised the highest fund because in this, in this ecosystem, that's what gets the loudest noise. Like, so you can actually get distracted. Hey guys, this is Mac from Founder Africa, and today we're talking to one of the founders of Flux. Flux is based in Nigeria, and it's a cryptocurrency remittance app which allows people to send money abroad using crypto for a flat fee of $1.50. These guys dropped out of college and pursued their dream and joined Y Combinator. That's one of the world's top startup accelerators. So let's jump right into the conversation. So, you know, before you guys started Flux, you you founded uh, Jopa.ng. I think it was like an e-commerce app, right? It was an e-commerce app. So how did you guys go from e-commerce to Flux? And how 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 did you guys manage, you know, school and running a startup? Okay. Um, first, I'm going to say we did our best to balance it. Um, well, but how did it come up? Like, specifically, the what we started then, the e-commerce we started then, was Jopa, Jopa.ng. Yes, um, specifically the thought process behind it was this, um, right, we, we, we schooled at OAU. Um, so we kind of noticed that a lot of times um, people are posting everywhere, like on walls, things they sell, different businesses, pasting their flyers here and there. And basically, each hostel had this board where um, people post things that what they want to get attention. They want people to know about business and all. And that, that board is kind of like messy. It's just messy because people just come, you paste on top of what was already there and all that. So we decided to, okay, let's make a platform that people can actually, people that sell stuff can come on this platform, post what they sell, and people can, people that are interested can come and search, they see, and if possible, they buy. So that was the thought process behind Jopado's energy. So how did you guys go from, you know, Jopa to Flux? Like, what was the, like, the transition from, you know, to, to Flux? Um, okay, so what happened for Jopa was that... Um, Specifically, we did not really treat Jopa as a business like that. It was more of a, a hobby project. It was, yeah, it was more of a hobby project. And at a point, like, it really became, um, it became hard to manage. And we kind of had other interests 
which was flux. So we just decided to pivot. So why did you guys drop out of college? Okay. Um, well, specifically, the, we actually dropped out because we just wanted to give... Um, it takes me back to the first one, Jopardos NG. Like I said, Jopardos NG, we do not really take it as as a business. The, in the, at the point we created the idea, it wasn't so... We are not thinking about it as, uh, as making it much of a business out of this. But um, for Flux, we had a problem that we wanted to solve and we were serious about that, about that problem. So we wanted to actually, we were so committed to this, to solving this problem that we actually wanted to devote all our time to making this work. So that's the difference between, that happened between Flux and Jopa. So for Flux, we want, we were, we just wanted to um, devote all our time to this. And at that point, we felt, that, okay, um, if we are going to take this seriously and we want this to um, be as we, as big as we want it to be, we need to work full time on this. And we decided to just face it full time. So how did you guys get into, you know, YC? You know, like that's like the world's top, you know, startup accelerator. There's no straightforward way to explain it because um, the thing is, as at the time we applied to to YC, it was I believe it was a late application. Yeah, I believe it was late application. Yeah, but um, I would say what actually really got us into YC was our traction. At that point in time, we had we had impressive traction for for our for our age, I think, yeah. At that point in time, we had really impressive traction. That was one of the things that goes into, into YC. And we had a, we had generated substantial revenue. Yeah. So at that point, we just applied to YC. Honestly, at that point in time, we did not even want to apply to YC. We did not want to. It was, it was just someone that, con- that just convinced us that, okay, um, I think you guys should apply to this for this batch, yeah, it's late, but you guys should apply. And like, okay, it doesn't hurt, like it's free. So we applied, did the video and everything. And, but I would say it was really, it was actually our traction that, um, that got us into YC because from the interview, they were really impressed with the traction and yeah, they were really impressed. Um, so I know YC is like a three month program. So like, uh, you know, how, how was your experience with YC? And I know like the last event is like demo day. So yeah. So like, how's your experience? Okay. Um, well, the experience was actually really, really great. It was really great. Um, I don't actually know how, if, cause I have no, prior experience with the with when it was not remote so i can't really compare i can't really compare but i would say um the remote batch was actually awesome because there was a whole lot of learning experience right there like um i would say the learning for us was like the whole 
process was so much fun because there was a lot to learn. There was um, hearing from from other founders and the YC alumni because we had this um, weekly group meetings where you um, talk about your goals and what prevented you from meeting them and how you can meet, meet your next milestone. So basically hearing from people that have more experience than you, like that whole process was actually, it was, it was really great. It was really great. And um, it was kind of stressful, but it was awesome, right? Because it's kind of like a school, so it's kind of like you are going to school or you are into. But it's, it's, it was actually really awesome, and it was fun. That um, it took a while. Like it, we before we actually started our get the fund from YC, we were we. It took a while. Like it was towards the end of the batch that we actually applied to receive the fund from YC. We are just caught up in the interesting things that we are doing with our batch and the alumni there. Are there any like lessons you learned along your journey or anything you wish you could have known in advance or you wish you could have done better? Um, yes, obviously. Like, yeah, um, there was, there've actually been a whole lot of lessons along the way. Um, Specifically, um, there, there have been ups and downs. There have been ups and downs, but um, one thing I would really like to to say is um, in why working, why working on your startup, it's quite easy to get distracted with fundraising. With fundraising, and people tend to forget that. A successful company is not the one that raised the highest fund, because in this in this ecosystem, that's what gets the loudest noise. Like, so you can actually get distracted, get distracted. So, um, your the focus should be on actually the business, building a better product user growth and um, basically growth as a whole and um, raising funds if you are not careful it can distract you from that from that whole process you guys kind of had an experience with the actual problem that flux is trying to solve right specifically we actually the problem we are trying to solve that time was um, basically cross-border payments. We wanted to make um, sending, ca- sending cash between countries very, very easy, um, as easy as you pick up your phone and press a few, make a few press a few buttons and the person has gotten, the receiver has gotten the money in um, in good enough time, in good enough time. So that's what we, actually, we wanted to do. And not just that, but with um, 
a good enough exchange rate. Exchange rate, because that was one of the issues that we had at that point in time. It was always a it was always a pain in the ass trying when receiving payments from um from the UK, and you have to go through some kind of um, messed up rip-off exchange rates like that. Um, so, so we felt that, okay, this was possible, that we could do this, like um, the amount of money movements between Nigeria and other countries is so much. Businesses move money, um, especially with the rise of um, remote work these days, a whole lot of companies have remote workers in other countries that they have to pay, that they have to pay. So um, trading, people buy things from China, they want to make payments and also, it's a really huge market and um, the perfect product is still not. There's no perfect product right there. A whole lot of people still have issues with this kind of transaction. So it's a huge problem and we want to fix this. So looking at that, so that, okay, this is actually serious business. It's serious business. The problem is there and we are trying, and we are actively working on a solution. So where do you see Flux in the next five to 10 years? Like, um, what's the vision? Well, in the next five, five years, I want to see Flux um, as big as PayPal, as big as PayPal, because, um, yeah, it's quite possible we are, we are working towards it. Um, we are trying to um, do, expand here in Nigeria, and then also move on to some other African countries, African countries, and basically to just. Um, and we are also crypto based, so we are we are trying to um, ride on the crypto wave that is growing right here in Nigeria. We are using. Um, crypto to power cross-border transactions. So um, it was in the media that um, banks in Nigeria or the Nigerian government were kind of um, cracking down on crypto transactions. Yeah. So how are you guys affected by this? Or, you know, yeah. How are you guys affected by this? Oh, yes, it did. It did. It actually did affect us in some ways for for about a month or two, then um, we, we, we can't stop. We have to find a solution around it. And we are back up to, we've actually more or less 10X our numbers as at then, as at then. So I, the, basically the, the, the government CBN had just had, um, some restrictions on crypto transactions, on crypto transactions with exchanges and all that. So, so um, in this part of the world here in Nigeria, it, um, crypto um, exchange and um, crypto buy and sell has to happen P2P style, not 
um, not exchange like finance or it, it has to happen P2P. So, so, um, so we just trying, crypto companies are just trying to build a seamless P2P, a seamless, safe, and trustworthy P2P system because the old, it's kind of like going back to the old days because assets, when crypto started here in like in Nigeria, it was P2P at first. It was P2P at first, but the P2P method was not really safe. It's not really safe. You can get cheated, get scammed. That was the problem with P2P then. That now gave birth to the exchanges like um, Quidax, Bycoins, then, then but um, right now that cannot be due to this, the new policy, um, you have to go back to to be style, but start using smarter ways of making it safe and trustworthy. Like we don't want people getting scammed. Um, are there like any words of advice you'd like to add, like towards like to close this up, like closing remarks, just basic advice for you know people that want to you know start their own startup or you know yeah or basically start a business. Mm, well, not really, not really, but if I'll just say something just to those out there that wants to, that have something they want to work on or they are currently working on something, I'll just say it's just a leap of faith. You just have to, against all odds, just do it. Do it. Um, sometimes funding can be an issue. Funding can be an issue, but um, the truth is, honestly, um, I think it has gotten relatively easier to raise funds in Nigeria than it used to be five, ten years ago. Five, ten years ago. So it's just basically start small start small and build from there. Get your um, first two, three, four customers. Just be consistent, that's just the thing. That consistency is what will actually make you win at the end of the day. No, if you are consistent with doing the right thing, not if you are consistent doing the wrong thing, it won't work. You have to be consistent doing the right thing, yeah. So there you have it. How a group of friends dropped out of college, took a leap of faith and pursued their dream, their idea, their vision for something that they wanted to see changed around them, a problem that they actually experienced. So I think we can clearly say that these guys are true founders and true difference makers. Thank you everyone for tuning in and hope I catch you in the next one.